0: edition of the Machi's Men podcast, the 2021 edition of the podcast. How are you feeling, Eddie, in the new year? Anything changed in 2021?
1: Um, no, no, not at all. Because, I mean, we'll speak on the Villarreal match later, but we won against Villarreal by virtually not doing much and just sticking to our guns and defending well. And we carried that over into this. Um, into this match against Betis, you thought you thought you'd see a little bit more from our team, seeing as Betis is not one of the uh, best defensive teams in the league. I thought playing Oliver today might be uh, a positive move for us, but we came out toothless, toothless against Betis in a derby. How do you how do you do that? I don't understand. Um, don't get don't, it. Yeah, I don't really want to blame the players as much on this one. I know. Many probably wanted to see and necessary get the start instead of the um i didn't mind either or it would have worked. I like that we had a number ten on on the pitch um, but it didn't reflect anything like you said in the forum like which team is the one that had nearly had the uh, the outbreak?
0: Yeah, I mean, Bettis was missing four key players, and it didn't didn't look like it happened. You you mentioned it in the um, you know the preview of the match in the forum. You know, does this enable Bettis to? I forgot how you said it, but basically, does this enable Bettis to play differently? Are they going to play? You know, is it going to affect them? Normally, it 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 does, but it didn't seem to today. I mean. Hey, our team just – and you're right. I don't blame the players. Uh, I I would have liked a little more fight from them in the in the first half. I didn't see a lot of that. But it's the same style of play. You, you know, I, I'm starting to wonder if, if Lopetegui has the ability as a manager to analyze a game and make tactical changes to our style of play to exploit the other team, if that makes sense. I mean, this this Bettis team is giving up 31 goals, I think, this year already. And to only score one against them uh, and, and only have three shots on target, I think 10 tot- – what do we have a total? Six shots. We had six shots today. Two on goal. I mean, it just seems seems a little weird.
1: It's as if I like I was meant to take make notes for for Betis today because I liked yeah more of of what they had going on. I mean, um, I know it's a Mexican international; it's probably not to to your liking, Chris. But uh, Lionel really looked amazing today. Uh, I like seeing young players step up, especially in a big game. And this kid came to to Spain with a lot of promise, and he he put on he put on for his team today.
0: Yeah, his first start. First yeah. time he started for this team. His first and, start, wow. Yeah, and and he looks like he's a veteran. I mean, he he was the best player on the pitch, in my opinion. I mean, he, he looked amazing. Yeah. Really caused a lot of problems for Acuna on the on the, uh, left side. Campos had to track back a lot to help out. Saw Jordan over there a couple times trying to help out. It, he was a mess, and to be honest, Betis should have scored several goals from the run of play that he created. Uh, Fakir missed a open yeah. uh, shot early, just shot it wide. Uh, Gold, golden chance. Yeah, and it was – I don't know. They they looked like the team that was out to win it today, and the ref kind of helped them a little bit. I mean, I hate to say that, but um, that first penalty was not a penalty, in my opinion, in a lot of people's opinion. My announcers on the English version here in the U.S., were adamant that it was a penalty, which I was just screaming at the TV. It was like, he won the ball. There was no – it wasn't anything there that I thought was a penalty. He wasn't going towards goal. He did, I mean, you know, he, he was actually moving away from goal, which made it even worse because uh, – so I was annoyed with that. But on the other side, the penalty that, that went to VAR – so that penalty from Carlos didn't go to VAR either. They didn't even right. look at it. And I'm like, Crazy. how the hell do you not look at it? So the, the penalty that did go to VAR that wasn't called as a penalty on the, on the field, and I thought immediately it was a penalty. I mean, Fakir was looking for it the whole time, clearly. But, I mean, I thought it was a penalty without a doubt. So just very inconsistent from the, the ref. Uh, I, I, Mr. Carlos De Serra Grande was the ref today. Uh, we've seen his antics in the past. So,
1: um,
0: it is what it is. La Liga.
1: Honestly, I feel like every referee is capable of that. Like, I, I think I lost it when, when Rakitic made a sliding tackle and won the ball cleanly.
0: Oh, me too.
1: And gets called for a foul. It's like, hey, sliding challenges happen. It wasn't that dangerous. It was, he didn't get any of the players, just the player uh, tumbled over him when he tried to, to go forward. Are you talking that's, about the one not, on Lion ace or the one where? I think it was on Guido. I think it was on Guido Rodriguez. Uh, where he was like Rakitic. Protect, Rakitic
0: was like protecting his face after the play, where they kind of tangled. Yeah. Is that the one?
1: Yeah, and they yeah, called against them. Yeah, that just said everything. Anything. That just said everything about how the um, the match was being called because it, it's La Liga, so these fouls don't surprise me. I mean, they kind of do because it's still football. These are men playing. Thirty-three Even if it was,
0: fouls. Thirty-three fouls today. 18 0 Sevilla, 150 Bettis, 33 total fouls.
1: Maybe it sounds kind of placing. It's it's men playing. I don't care if it's kids playing. Like some some of these fouls are ridiculous.
0: It's crazy. But it's it's, it's valida. Play.
1: This this is what we're used to. And it's a derby too. Like let some of this go. Yeah. But but he wasn't having none of it. Um, like you said, the second penalty looked more um looked more valid than the first one. And it's crazy how he didn't call that one. So it's like, okay, well, where are your eyes at today? Yeah. The first one didn't go to VAR at all. But I guess it was justice for Fikir to miss the, the second penalty. Good on Bono to get the save. Yep. Um, saved, saved our bacon a few times in that match. The second half, I mean, second half started well with the, three front, minutes three, in. Three, the front three combining for a goal there. Um, I think it's the first time I've seen that happen.
0: All right, so let's talk about that. So halftime. Uh, Lopategui sees man, nothing's working, so we're gonna make some subs, right? So he changes, he takes De Jong out, puts in Mesri in, he takes Torres out, puts Rakitic in. So he makes some changes, and then three minutes in, we see the positive effects. But who started that? Who started that positive effect?
1: Um, that was Ocampo's. You know, his work rate as always. Second week in a
0: row, right? I mean, or second La Liga game in a row where the goal came from Ocampos's hard defensive effort. Totally put the guy under pressure. I'm not sure who that was. Uh, was it uh, Bravo that made the mistake? That kind of hit it off of Ocampos's ass? Or was it somebody else? I can't remember. It was
1: one of the defenders he tracked down. I don't know if it was uh, Mandy or, or Emerson. Uh, I don't quite remember. Maybe it was Emerson.
0: Yeah, maybe um, it was on that right side, so it might have been Emerson. Yeah. So, yeah, it hits it off of Compass's ass, it falls to uh, and Esri and Esri makes a brilliant pass back to Suso, who just you know nails it into the bottom right corner, just out of the reach of, of Bravo and uh, perfect strike. Uh, Sevilla go up, goes up one nothing. So, la pelota larga de Bono la buscaba O
2: ventaja para Mandi en el pasillo. El rechace favorece al Nesiri de entrar en que se ascoró. El Nesiri en el fondo, le va a poner para suso. ¡Oh! ¡Gol! Y su madre fue Sevilla... ...y le prestó su nombre... ...Sevilla, Sevilla, Sevilla... ...en el ataque marca Suso... ¡Oh! ...golpea primero el rey de la acción en el derbi... ...y aparece... ...en y la pantera para aprovechar el rechazo... En línea de fondo... ...se frena, levanta la cabeza... ...y ve que viene sitio de mi vida en la frontal... ...con calma viene el 7... ...y bate por abajo a Bravo... Golpea Sevilla, marca Sevilla, marca tu Sevilla, dos de la segunda en el derby, Betis Sevilla Fútbol Club
0: 1. Positive play early on in the first half, definitely. Or second half, sorry.
1: Yeah, to start off and then um, gave us a little bit more confidence right after the goal, but I guess that kind of triggered Betis and... They went at us. Navas kind of losing his man there on, on the left side. Um, Aitor kind of kind of beat him to it. And then that's his pass that led to the penalty incident, which, uh, I mean, Diego Carlos got the ball. This happens in, in football these days all the time. We're always talking about some referee decision. So whatever. It is what it is. Yeah. But if anything, Betis deserved the goal in that game. So sure. I wasn't too mad at it. Don't put yourself two, in that
0: situation. And that's on Sevilla for doing that. So that happened ten, nil, yeah. 10 minutes after the goal. Um, yeah, we, we we should have never put ourselves in that position. You're right. Um, that was actually uh, Sevilla's first penalty of the 2021 La Liga season that they've given up. I didn't realize
1: that. Didn't realize it. I guess we learned a lot from uh, the Europa League campaign. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of that, that's Diego Carlos. Of course, was the he led the La Liga in penalties given up last year with six,
1: and then, that's a, that's unfortunate. He he was having a good game too, and yeah, that wasn't even a he's problem, had a
0: so. he's had a great season. Let's let's just be honest. He's he's played really yeah. well this season, and and it's you could see his frustration because he knew. And even I saw a, a statement by Canales after the game that. Um, he admitted that Carlos got the ball, and so even he knew it wasn't a penalty, which was even it's even more frustrating. But anyway, again, Sevilla, don't put yourself in that in that uh, that position. You, you're going against the worst defensive team in the league. Score some goddamn goals, excuse me. Score some goals. I'm frustrated. You never want to lose. I feel like it's a loss. I mean, here we are. We're we're talking as if it's a loss. We tied but in so many ways it is a loss because Villarreal won earlier in the morning, which makes them ahead of us in the table again. Uh, you're playing a team that's, it's not been playing well. That's actually down in the bottom of the, of the league, maybe looking at regulate uh, regulation. Uh, and here we are, eh, you know, let's just play Lopo style. I, I said it on Twitter. I didn't post anywhere else, but on Twitter I said, uh, you know, Betis's best defense is the Lopetegui offense.
1: Yeah, and that goes for every other team in that league out there, by the way. <laughs> it's true, too. Just know when you're facing Sevilla, don't worry about it. Play, yeah. Just play two two at the back and watch what happens. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, it wasn't uh, – we, we tried playing through the middle uh, once uh, – I mean, the just came on at the start of the second half. Uh, Oscar came on uh, much later. We retained position, possession a little bit um, in, in the late stages, but we couldn't really um, have that decisive ball to, to create chances. Against the worst defense in the league, DDA Dogba saying it's disappointing, can't create threats against the weakest defense. That's that, I mean, that says it all. Like, yeah. Lopetegui, I'm, I'm sorry to keep bringing your name up for these results, but it's definitely in the approach. I mean, we have, like, look at our squad, man we have Oscar Rodriguez coming off the bench and we can't score more than once.
0: And you bring Um, on, you bring on Vidal at the end, instead of bringing on Edrissi, like he didn't even want to win the game. Like I didn't feel after the Oscar substitution where he took off Jordan. uh, He, I don't think he wanted to win the game. I think he was just playing it out at that point for the draw. If he had a Goodell on the bench, he would have brought on Goodell, but Goodell had to play today because Fernando got his, uh, you know, fifth yellow card in the last game. So,
1: <laughs> I mean, he brought on Munir with with, uh, with Oscar. So I, I think he did want to uh, try to st- uh, yeah, find a late goal there, yeah. but
0: maybe uh, that was harsh. Yeah, but then at the last sub, Vidal. I, I and I guess and maybe his thinking was Vidal could come in and help Navas out because Navas seemed to be struggling a little bit today. Our fullbacks in general, I thought, struggled tremendously today and failed to get forward.
1: Yeah, um they didn't, they didn't get as deep as they usually usually do.
0: Yeah, we didn't see those same crosses coming into in the middle. Um, we didn't see that too much last game either with Villarreal. Um, just not a ton of crosses coming in. So, and disappointing today. I mean, it's always you said it in the in the preview, right? Uh, the derbies. It's always a guessing game. You never know. You can't predict what's going to happen. And, and today, we mm-hmm. I don't know that anybody would have predicted a 1-1 draw based upon uh, betis's last you, the defensive effort that they put through. And then the Sevilla attack. I mean, we've been scoring multiple goals a game here for the last little bit. So, I mean, it, it is surprising that it ended 1-1, in my opinion. I wouldn't have predicted that scoreline.
1: Two two (laughs) maybe. I mean, for me, I guess it's a bit a prison of the moment. But like, this is such a a frustrating, severe side to watch because you know the talent that's on show, the players that we have. It's a deep squad. I mean, making uh, finishing the top four is expected, and. Uh, I appreciate the the foundation created, like in terms of our our defensive structure, um, like it's there. Yeah, Lupatki being conservative, of course, but I mean, let let loose a little bit, like yeah. in some games, like take take more risks. That's all I've been saying. Take more chances, take more risks. I mean, they were playing with Ficky and and Canales in the middle of the in the middle of the park. Sure, they were anchored by a defensive player, but yeah, basically got two number tens in the middle and. And for us to to just revert back to Rakete Jordan, um, I guess that helped us to play kind of a three, four, three, but we still don't really create much when we're playing. Yeah. It's just pitiful just pitiful in attack. Like we say this almost every game. Toothless, no, no onus to push forward, like a lack of chance creation. This is every game. Uh, instead of FC for the last two seasons,
0: So and again, nothing coming from the middle today. I mean, just absolutely nothing coming from attack in the middle. I really wish we had a player that could sit in that middle spot and run at defenses, or or just sit there, maybe get a a a quick, you know, pass from the back, set it up, turn around, find Inesri like we did in the Villarreal game. Um, just we so have those players, man. We have those players. That's I know play, we have and a ton Oscar of those Rodriguez. players, and yeah. Suso maybe. I mean, Suso and could Suso probably play well. that. Ah, Lopo, Lopo, Lopo. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. And and what's I think the biggest frustrating thing, and just to kind of switch off of the the derby, um, we played really well against Villarreal. I thought I thought we played really well um, against and and it. Kind of an unusual game for Sevilla. We didn't lead in possession in that game. Villarreal held uh, ha- the ball 56% of the time, uh, but Sevilla just seemed to dominate. I mean, defensively, we were so- solid. I was worried going into the game about uh, Mourinho just killing our guys in the back, but, I mean, they had him in check, you know, Carlos and Kunde all day, man. Just nothing coming for Villarreal in that game. I don't think they had many shots at all on goal um yeah, so I mean, I don't remember a ton of it. I mean, we had New Year's and some champagne and stuff in between there, so <laughs> the memory fuzzes out a little bit, but you know the notes I've got here it just uh you know so we ten shots, three on target, again, not a ton of shots on target, but um, we saw something a little unique in that game with uh. Inezri splitting the center backs and getting open and finishing. Unbelievable little uh uh and that started from, you know, I brought it up earlier, uh Campos' defensive work led to that goal. He he uh dispossessed the Villarreal uh defender there, deep in the Sevilla zone, lays a beautiful through ball to uh Inesri. Inesri splits the defenders uh and then also accelerates like just left them in the dust and then left-footed shot right to the bottom left corner. And at that point, up to nothing. We'll talk about the other goal. We're kind of going a little in reverse there on that game. But it, it was just such a unique – in this Lopetegui style, it was such a unique goal that it was kind of shocking. It was nice to see. Something like we used to see from Gamiero or Negredo, you know, where they would get through and, and get in behind defenders. And we just don't see enough of that with this team.
2: Jugando para arriba a Pau, el central. Cuidado que se ha quedado solo Ferniño, cuidado Ferniño. ¡Diego Carlos! Hay que darle un premio a este hombre. ¿Cómo ha salvado la situación? Es que estaba ahí solo Ferniño. Y Diego Carlos, simplemente el choqueo, juega las réplicas Nesiri, 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 Nesiri! ¡Gol, gol, 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 gol! ¡Gol, gol, 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 gol! el fútbol, el Villarreal que se plantaba solo con Ferniño queriendo fusilar a Bono y Diego Carlos lo salvó y segundos más tarde el que iba delante del portero rival era Nesiri que no falló, no falló en Nesiri, ante Asenjo los jugadores del Villarreal que Acontecidos. lo que pudo ser el empate sin embargo se convirtió en el 2 a 0 estuvo letal certero en Nesiri hace el segundo en el 53 en un momento delicado Sevilla 2 Villarreal
1: Which sometimes confuses me of our, our lack of a plan B sometimes because if if we're really good defensively and really uh, comfortable with soaking up pressure, uh, especially with a team that knows how to handle the ball well in Villarreal, how come our, our counterattack is not up to up to par? Like I guess speed, and, speed maybe we're improving. Absolutely. And and today with De Jong and Suso that's not really two two out of three players in your attack that's not gonna really be you, you saw it today.
0: Like you saw it today too that was it's one thing that frustrates me with this team is everything is so slow. So from the time that they get a pass yeah. and the decisions made, it is so slow. There's not a lot of one touch passing. I saw it with Rakitic today where for him to get a ball turn and make a pass it just took it seemed like five seconds. Like You see, like somebody like a Busquets, or, or, and we're talking about really great players, but you would think Rakitic is in that league where he already knows, or he should already know where he wants to go with the ball before he receives it. Many times today, I see him catch the pass, make the turn. Well, first, settle the touch, which annoys me that we have to do that a lot of the times, but settle the touch, make the turn, pick out the guy, then pass it. We should in my opinion at this level of play these guys should know kind of where they're going with the ball prior to receiving the pass and it just you, I saw that a lot today and it just it frustrates me and I don't know if that's Lopo's style or he wants them to just not lose the ball not take the chances but man do something right like make be quicker quicker decisions quicker movements the speed on the outside of the wings I mean we don't have a lot of that so you don't create there, and Ezri's really our only speed guy, right? I mean, who else has that kind of pace?
1: I mean, Okampos has that pace, but he's just not really—he's uh, not as confident uh, right now in his finishing. Yeah. Um, but um, I think Rakitic does look to to make those forward passes. It's just that we're not always in in position to to have that play like develop um, because our slow our buildup is just too slow. He. He comes from, uh, he comes from the, this Barcelona midfield. That's that are masters of possession and, and attacking. But um, it's it's not happening here, uh, just because of the approach. Yeah. We're not um, seldom had games where we're just all out attack and just giving it all to, to another team. It's, that rarely happens. And against against Betis, we're just too too quick to settle. Whenever we received uh, got possession back. It it was really a real slow buildup, and we never attacked the spaces. So uh, against Villarreal, it was um, I guess it, it worked in Lopetegui's favor, having a, another team dominating possession, and us just relying on our defense and yep. not really worrying much about the attack because you know, like we say all the time, our attack is not it's not up to par.
0: And we got the so, early goal in that game, so it actually right. made it a lot easier for Lopo because. You know, uh, early on in the game, I think it was uh, eighth minute in, if I'm not mistaken. You know, Acuna, uh, I don't know if it was a cross or a shot. I don't know what it was, but he was kind of uh, top of the box, just a little outside the box, I guess. Um, you know, takes a shot or cross, whatever it was, and uh, Villarreal defender raises his hand. Uh, initially not called a penalty. Um I think they were calling it a goal kick. It went to VAR and got overturned. I thought it was a clear handball uh, when I saw it. Uh, the players shouted for it. Uh referee ignored it. Went to VAR. We got the penalty. Campos did his thing, as he always does at the spot. Uh, Sevilla so up early, one nothing, eighth with an in. can say, hey, game's over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't put in Goodell, right, didn't <laughs> 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 But he didn't. Good porque okay.
2: Ahora el Sevilla, a ver si tenemos la réplica. Jugando Jordán, jugando Jordán, avanza metros. Mira hacia la izquierda, ahí la tiene Jevan Rakitic. Este lo hace para Lucas Ocampos. Ocampos que entra por el costado izquierdo, la deja ahí para Cuña arriba. Está el árbitro esperando bueno, instrucciones. No la protesta nadie. Nadie nos hemos dado cuenta. Mira, Bar Y se va a verlo, eh. Ojo que se va a verlo. Pues ha pitado penalti, penalti. Eh. ha pitado penalti, ha pitado penalti el colegiado, ya la tiene Lucas Ocampos, hay amarilla para Foiz, ojo, minuto seis y medio de partido, penalti a favor del Sevilla por manos de Foiz. Va Lucas Ocampos, once metros, el Sevilla que se puede poner por delante, Minuto siete de partido, último del año, frente al Villarreal está Ocampo, brazos en jarra pita al árbitro, Baluca ¡Gol! ¡Gol! ¡Del Sevilla! ¡Gol! ¡De Lucas Ocampos! ¡Qué fácil lo hace de los 11 metros! Parece que siempre tira ahí, donde no hay nadie. Vuelve a engañar un día más al portero. Marcó Lucas O Campos. Se adelanta el Sevilla en este partidazo frente al Villarreal. Siete y medio de partido en Nervión. Sevilla uno. Marca el pura sangre. Marco
0: Campos. Villarreal 0. Anyway, so, yeah. I don't know, man. How do you feel right now about this
1: team? Um, not just to um, get caught up in the result from today too much. I mean, we beat Valencia at Mestalla and followed that up with a win against Villarreal. Satisfied with that, absolutely. Um, a draw against Betis and a derby. Didn't play well at all. Uh, maybe a little bit. Maybe for a total of five minutes we played, we played well. Um, defensively, we're... I mean, we always bring it defensively, so that's that's a given. As long as we improve from here, we have Real we Sociedad coming up and Atletico as well. We do have a Copa del Rey match uh, midweek on Tuesday, so maybe we can fine-tune some things and maybe, you know, uh, get a bit of an attacking edge. You know, let let these attacking players loose. I know Idrissi is, is ready to redeem himself. Maybe it's something Lopetegui doesn't like at the moment. Um, give, him, give him some game time. Give Oscar some game time. I mean, Carlos Fernandez is probably out of here.
0: Um, yeah, it looks like he didn't make the squad today, so it, that's a pretty good indication that he might be moving on.
1: Yeah, it's, it's looking like it. Being a third striker and when you're playing with uh, one striker primarily, is is going to be tough. The old Immobile-Yago Aspa situation, which is not surprising that yeah. it's happened this season. I mean, if, if our, our sights are on, on top four, I think we're still safe. So got game in hand, uh, games in hand against uh, the teams ahead of us. Uh, a poor result today, but there's the next game. I'm not, I'm not too worried. It's just it's the same things that we're worried about, and I think that's hopefully will improve as the season goes on. Um, it's just that it's yet again still yeah. happening.
0: Yeah, you, you hate to see, you hate to be dropping points against teams in the bottom of the league, right? And then we've done that several times this year. So now going into the Sociedad and Atletico games, it, it makes those games more important. You've got to get results in, in those critical games, and that just puts a lot more pressure on the team. You mentioned the Copa del Rey uh, match. That comes up on Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern against uh, lenares Deportivo. And then the match against, that's 1 p.m. Eastern. That's 7 p.m. Spanish time. Uh, and then Sevilla... At home uh, against Real Sociedad on Saturday, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, sir. So no partying on Friday night. You Got to get up early. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: that's fine. That's fine. There's <laughs> nothing, uh, nothing we're celebrating in, in, in more right now. Uh, Leonadez uh, on on Tuesday. I mean, that's that's definitely a win for me. If it's a loss, that's that's a headline. Yeah, but um play play with more attackers in that game. Like, let's I, see something else.
0: I think we will. I mean, I think we'll see a similar lineup to what we started with against that other small team that we beat the other yeah.
1: week, whoever whatever that, that was. Whoever that team was.
0: <laughs> the Minnows. The, minnows the, Ciudad, so. the
1: Ciudad de Lucena.
0: Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, we dominated that game. We should dominate this game and and show something. If we don't, we got some bigger like you said, headlines to talk about, but um, yeah, let's concentrate on on the on the league and get some results and keep moving up. I mean, uh, it's a tight one up there, top top four, pretty tight. So let's uh, let's get it. Let's move on.
1: Um, and also, just want to add, uh, I know the, the the women's team is coming back. Um, league plays resuming midweek, and they have their own derby to to focus on. Um, that should be on Wednesday. Um, at Betis as well. So, I'm pretty sure if I haven't seen, I think I've seen like one half of the women this this season. But in that one half, like they they already play. I feel like they play better than us. <laughs> uh, like like uh, aesthetically and in terms of their hunger, I feel like they they play better than the Sevilla men's team. Um, hopefully, I mean, hopefully they get the W. Betis uh, femenina is like tie for bottom.
0: Yeah, that's Wednesday six a.m. So I'm not watching that.
1: (laughs) Won't be watching that one, sir. (laughs) I'd like to, but it might not be possible. Yeah,
0: Uh, yeah. A little later in the
1: day, I would, I would totally watch it. But
0: man, noon games—that's uh. You, you'd you like to see these women get some primetime games. I mean, that would be nice uh, to get a little later in the day.
1: Anything else? Uh, it is January, so the uh, I think it officially opened. Um, the transfer window, I'm not sure if it was like a few days late, but it is January, winter transfer window. Uh, I I still don't see any players coming in, unless we're going to sign another uh, fullback to cover for Escudero's absence. But I, I see more exits then than arrivals.
0: Yeah. I, I I would, I would agree with that unless Monty's got something that he's looking for, for the future, you know, Um, you know, prospect of some sort, or, you know, maybe he finds a linglet out there that he's like, man, we can get somebody pretty cheap, uh, Mm -hmm. a racketage type maneuver maneuver that, you know, who who knows? I mean, it's Monty, right? Like, right. You know, he's going to put in the work if he can find the, uh, the steal, he's going to do that. So let's see. It's going to be interesting. Um, I hope the players that do go out do the same. We'll keep you up to date. Uh, check out the forum. We've got a, a super long winter transfer post going over there. A lot of chatter going through that. All the rumors that you'll see, uh, we we talk about is, those. Is Banega,
1: is Banega coming back?
0: <laughs> I think I got fooled into that, man. The damn uh, April Fools of Spain kind of tricked me on that one I saw. Saw the headline.
1: Hey, if you have Montreal sporting director, you're a, a, allowed to dream a little bit, right? Would you want Banega back for six months? It would be a bit packed in midfield, but I'd welcome it. Like, why not? It's it's Ever Banega.
0: I know, I know. Hey, for me, I mean, he's a legend at the at, at Sevilla, in my opinion. I mean, he's such a good player, but you look for the future and you look at the investments that you made, you don't want to like ruin that progress. If, if there's any, like that's to be determined, right? Like, uh, uh, now, I
1: don't know. I shouldn't even have brought this up. Cause now, now I'm thinking of that, uh, that Argentine trident on the left side, like Ocampo, Acuna and Banega right there in left and mm. left center midfield combining like, uh, oh man, I gotta, let's, let's forget about it. Let's forget about it. <laughs> But yeah, I don't, I don't see any anybody coming in. I know there was rumors about of, uh, a young uh, French attacker in, in Rennes, but who knows with these rumors. And also, just to... Because I know we mentioned uh, the Betis players that were out due to COVID. Hopefully they do um, recover well from this because this, this is still a, a virus that's plaguing the world um, as we know it and getting worse, right? So
0: yep.
1: um, hopefully they're all right. Like, you know, rivalries aside, uh, hopefully uh, the players are all right there. Um you know, yeah. Joaquin's a, uh, a fellow uh, Siviano, right? So, um, hopefully, uh, hopefully they in, recover.
0: He's in that high risk category too, being being of such a high age. <laughs> wow, that's,
1: that's...
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: just kidding, he's, just he's kidding, his, his fans. He's in his 30s, man.
0: <laughs> I know it's crazy. I mean, he's younger than I am, and here, here I am thinking he's old. He's an old man. But anyway, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I mean, it. You're right, and that's. Y- in today's world of, of the craziness that we're living in. And uh, we, it's almost, you can almost become immune to what's happening in the world because the, the numbers are so high, you know, and it's been going on for, for a year now and you kind of get immune to that what's going on. And, and it, it does affect people. There's a lot of studies coming out now that it's got long-term effects on At least here in the U.S., they're they're seeing some basketball players having long-term heart effects Mm. uh, from the COVID virus. So, you know, what's going to happen to these players long-term? We don't know. And that's what frustrates me when I see all these players on the sideline with their mask, you know, not not covering their nose. And, I mean, it probably doesn't matter because they're around each other all the time. If they're going to get it, they're going to get it. But the most prevention possible, I think, is the – you know what, you should strive for, and I don't know, man. I'm it, it's amazing. Hopefully, we get this virus to everybody very quickly, or virus, sorry, this vaccine to everybody very quickly, and things can get back to normal. And the next derby that we play against Betis will have fans in the stands until Tuesday, mi amigo.
1: Vamos, mi sevilla, vamos, campeon.